the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. How great is our God. We thank Him for the privilege of gathering together to praise His wonderful name. Good morning to my People's Baptist Church family. Good morning to our guests and friends from wherever you are listening and watching this service. We pray that God would meet you at the point of your need and allow you to be able to give him praise and thanks for all that he has done. I hope everyone had a happy Thanksgiving, that you enjoyed the time with your family and friends, and we, we know that Thanksgiving is something that we do every day, thanking God for his faithfulness and his goodness to us. The title of the message today is Remember Who You Are. Remember Who You Are. Christians should be the most optimistic people on planet Earth. In spite of what is happening in our world, And in our society, looking at the natural disasters that we see and hear about every day, the war in Ukraine, record inflation which is affecting so many of our people, terrorism, gun violence against innocent people, and personal problems of one kind or another, there's no reason for us to be depressed or to feel hopeless when we serve a God who is in complete control of the lives of his children and has promised that he would never leave us nor forsake us. We sometimes act as though the God whom we love and serve is impotent and incapable of taking care of his children and of his church. As a Christian, I have every right to be an optimist in spite of all that is happening. Sure, life has its problems and will always have problems. The Christian life is not a pleasure cruise, far from it. Yet in spite of all that we encounter, The scriptures tell us that God is at work in our life and has given us 
the ability to handle any situation that may arise both now and in the future. Some of you listening to this message may be wondering how you are going to make it through Christmas and into the new year because of all that is going on in your life. If you are a Christian, a Christ follower, I want to remind you that God has been faithful to you in the past and he will be faithful to you in the future and will answer your prayers. Regardless of what you have been through or what you will have to go through in the future, you can remain optimistic, not because of the situation and how you find yourself in the situation, because of who God is. To be optimistic about life, we need to keep reminding ourselves of who we are and what God has already done for us. Perhaps the best reminder of this is to be found in Ephesians chapter 1, verses through through 8 in particular, where Paul says, number one, God has blessed us in the heavenlies, or blessed us abundantly. In verse 3, he says, all praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms, because we are united with Christ. This is not a prayer. This is not asking for a blessing from God. He's not speaking about a coming day when we will be blessed. He's speaking about a present reality. It is an accomplished fact. Every blessing that is needed for body, soul, and spirit, every blessing that is needed for the present and the future, every blessing that is needed for our spiritual growth and service and the building of his kingdom, and every blessing that is needed for time and eternity has been provided for us because we belong to Jesus Christ. Paul says, we have every spiritual blessing we need to live like a child of God, a child of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Know that Paul is speaking about spiritual blessings here as opposed to physical blessings. You see, these blessings are in the heavenly realms. Wait a minute, Pastor Solomon might say, is that not pie in the sky by and by? What do these heavenly blessings have to do with my life here and now? A great deal. If the blessings God gives us are only physical, then we will not have them for very long. Because the world in which we live is destined for destruction, as Peter tells us that the earth is going to melt with fervent heat. The things of this earth, no matter how precious and desirable, are only temporary. But what we have been given by God is eternal. When the stars have grown cold and the galaxies have ceased their spinning, we will still possess the blessings God has given us. The Christian operates in two spheres, the human and the divine, the visible and the invisible. 
Physically, we are on the earth in a human body, but spiritually, we are seated with Christ in the heavenly sphere. And it is in the heavenly sphere that that provides the power and direction for our life here and now on earth. It's very uh, closely connected. What is happening in heaven also will affect us here on earth. Because a Christian is with Christ in the heavenly realm, there is immediate access to all of the resources of the Father. We don't have to go through any secretary or administrative assistant when we have a need. We don't have to leave a voicemail. We have access to the Father's personal line, which is never busy. And he says, call on me and I will answer you. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 19, the Apostle Paul says, And my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. A favorite expression of Paul, as you read his uh, epistles, his letters, is the phrase, in Christ. Time and time again, Paul uses it to describe the relationship between a believer and Jesus Christ. He had come to the realization that to be in Christ was the safest, surest, the greatest, the grandest, and the best relationship that a person could have. You see, it is in Christ that we have a life that can never die. It's in Christ that we have a love that can never be fathomed, It is in Christ that we have a joy that can never be removed. It's in Christ that we have a peace that can never be troubled, a foundation that can never be moved, a promise that can never be broken, a resource that can never be exhausted. And it's in Christ that we have a future that can never be regretted. Having told us that we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because we belong to Christ, Paul goes on to give us the particulars in the remaining verses. Referring to the past, Paul says, God has chosen us as his very own. Ephesians 1 and verse 4, even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. And in Romans chapter 8, 29 and 30, uh, he says, For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son, so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. That's something we'll never fully grasp while we're here on this uh, planet Earth. But what Paul is, is thinking about is that way back in eternity, before the world was created, before time began, God did something wonderful for us which we can never fully grasp or understand as we ought to. God determined to make us, who did not yet exist, his own children through the redeeming work of his son, Jesus Christ. He chose us to be the recipients of his grace. 
It is beyond our finite understanding that an infinitely holy God, looking down the highway of time, should select sinners like you and me to be members of his divine family and to provide us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. There was nothing about us that caused God to choose us, for we did not yet exist. The fact is that we are Christians today because God chose us before the world was created. And not only did he choose us, but he made us his heirs, and heirs, joint heirs with, with Jesus Christ, his son. This means that every spiritual blessing that Christ possesses, we possess, even though it may be difficult for us to understand, but think about it this way. Because Christ has eternal life, we have been given eternal life. Because Christ is righteous, we have been declared righteous by God. Because Christ is king, we shall reign with him. Because Christ is seated at the right hand of God, we are seated with him in the heavenly realm. Because Christ is the Holy One of God, we are declared holy in him. So do you see what this does for our identity as Christians? We are not accidental members of God's family. We have been specially selected by God to become members of his family. And what a fantastic privilege. All of the blessings and benefits we enjoy as Christians come from the fact that we are the chosen of God. And the point I'm trying to make is that God had a purpose or plan for our salvation long before we were born. Indeed, before the world was created. And at the right moment in history, Jesus came to execute his plan by dying on the cross in order to redeem us from our sins. God's plan for his elect, his chosen people, will always come to pass. If God's plan, if it is God's plan that you receive a particular blessing, no power on earth can prevent you from receiving it. God's purposes for your life and mine will be perfectly executed. As Paul tells us in Romans 8 and verse 31, if God is for us, who can be against us? So it does not matter who is against you. They will not succeed. Some of you know what Paul is talking about. I know. I've had the experience. By all calculations, you should not be where you are today, in the position you are in, doing the things that you are doing. Folk may have tried to put obstacles in your way, they may have tried to undermine you at every turn, but you still made it, and you are who you are today because of the grace of God. God will not allow anybody to stand in the way of the blessings he has determined that you should have as a child of God. God chose us in Christ. That is past action. Now Paul moves from the past to the present and tells us that God has adopted us as his sons and daughters. 
Ephesians chapter 1, 5 and 6 says, God decided in advance to adopt us as his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. If God has chosen sinners like us to be holy and blameless in his sight, how does he bring that about? He does it through a change of family relationships that we call adoption. There's a theological doctrine called the doctrine of adoption, and this is a part of what Paul is speaking about here. But uh, let me just explain adoption a little bit more, more for you. Adoption is a, is a legal process which involves leaving one family and joining another. Leaving behind all that was involved in the first family and assuming the name, the characteristics, the resources, and the history of the second family. We all belonged initially to the family of Adam, the father of all human beings. But when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and were born again spiritually, an adoption took place. We were transferred into a new family, the, the family of God. And so think of it this way. We belong to a family with real problems, a dysfunctional family called the human family. There was lying and stealing and backbiting and gossiping, hatred of one another and every kind of evil you can imagine and which we are seeing every day uh, in our lives, in television or even around us. But one day, a king came along and adopted you as his son or daughter and placed at your disposal all of the wealth and privileges belonging to his royal family. The king said, my child, everything I have is yours. I want you to bear my name and to represent me wherever you go. I want you to be like Christ, your savior and brother. You are a joint heir with him of all that I have. This means that every mercy, every gift, every reward, every authority is ours. Paul in verse 6 speaks of God's glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In other words, everything that God does for us, he does because of his grace, which is, and grace means unmerited favor. If God has forgiven you of your sin, if he has blessed you with health and strength, if God has comforted you in times of sorrow, if he has lifted you out of despair or depression, if he has calmed you in the midst of a storm, has healed you of some illness or disease, or has opened for you doors of opportunity which you could not open for yourself, it is not because you earned it or deserved it, but it is solely because of God's marvelous grace and nothing else. Because of your adoption by God, he is now your father. 
you no longer have to fear him because fear has now been replaced by love. When you have a need, you can go to him and say, Father, I stretch my hand to thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw thyself from me, or whither shall I go? See, God has blessed us. God has chosen us. God has adopted us. And then finally, Paul says, God has redeemed us and forgiven us. Ephesians 1, verses 7 and 8 He's so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. The New Living Translation puts it like this, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Redemption. That's what the Bible is all about. That's what the life of Christ, when he was here on earth, is about. Jesus came to earth to die for our sins, to redeem us through the shedding of his blood. It is through the blood of Jesus that we are redeemed from our sins, justified from our guilt, become heirs with him of all that the Father has. It is because of his blood that we are adopted into the family of God, clothed with his righteousness and privileged to draw near to God. The theme of the Old Testament and the theme of the New Testament is that Christ came into the world to die for our sins. There is what I may call a scarlet thread running through the entire Bible. From the shedding of the blood of an animal in the Garden of Eden to clothe the nakedness of Adam and Eve to the book of Revelation where we see those who washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. The whole theme of the Bible is redemption. Forgiveness is possible and available only because God laid on Jesus all of our sins and he took the punishment that was due to us. Do you ever feel unworthy? Do you ever feel that your life is meaningless? Do you ever feel so weighed down by the burdens of life that you just want to give up? Do you ever feel lost and alone? Remember who you are and what God has done for you. Remember that God has blessed you with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Remember that God has chosen you to be the recipient of his grace before the world was created. Remember that God adopted you into his divine family. And remember that God has redeemed you through the shed blood of Jesus Christ and that all your sins are forgiven. If that does not make you feel special, if that does not make you feel blessed, if that does not give you hope in the midst of the difficulties of life, if that does not make you feel like praising God, I don't know what else will. We can be optimistic about life on this earth 
in spite of all that we see happening because faith in Jesus Christ can conquer all circumstances, defeat all discouragements, face all fears, endure all trials, claim all promises, bear all burdens, because we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. Faith will receive what God gives. Faith will believe what God says. Faith will trust what God does. Faith will follow where God leads. And faith will answer when God calls. For faith sees the invisible, believes the incredible, and receives the impossible. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.